Hello, and welcome to the Fully Charged Podcast. Coming to you from the Mega Man Network, I am David Oxford. Am I live? Am I not? Can you tell the difference? Either way, you might know me better around these parts as LBD Night Train. And joining me as always is my power plant practitioner, Brian Proto-Dude Ostrin. Good lord, that is my, my new favorite one. <laughs> new favorite! Oh, but you know, I've been feeling really disturbed these last couple of days. Just some horrible things I'm seeing on Twitter. Horrible. Well, I mean, that's Twitter for you, but what are you going to do at this point? Well, yeah, but like, this is so unnecessary. They're, they're doing this live-action Sonic the Hedgehog, right? And it looks so bad so far. And we haven't even seen the full thing. Yeah, I've seen what you're talking about. And, oof, man. Like, I, I, lo- I love Sonic the Hedgehog, but... Oh, what are they doing? What are you doing, Hollywood? They... This is coming from somebody who loves the Super Mario Brothers and Street Fighter movies. And I'm just... Yeah. Uh, it's just... Even as a silhouette, it's just... It's too disturbing. It's too muscular. Too human. <laughs> I hear the guys over at Dorkly are uh, taking the blame uh, for that one. Oh God! <laughs> oh no! They're like, it's all our fault, and they've got they show a comic back in 2013 showing what if like Sonic was uh, real, what his runner's legs would look like, and they're not very dissimilar from what we see in this poster. Ah, Dorkly. But yeah, it's just it doesn't like the head has that you know Sonicy shape, but it's got this manly body. I just I don't, I don't know. I was kind of hoping for, like, a Roger Rabbit kind of thing, you know? Yeah. Uh, Going into this. You know, speaking of Dorkly, like, not to keep bringing them up, but I just saw this earlier as well. They make a compelling argument for why this movie might make bank despite the visual style. Oh? Yeah, they show, like, uh, basically different m- movies where they've done the live-action animation thing. And it's usually the ones in which people react with abject horror at the abominations that their favorite childhood characters have been turned into that seem to make the most cash. Incidentally, one of the Transformers movies is at the very top of the list. Uh, that oh. notwithstanding, you also got like your Alvin and the Chipmunks, your Yogi Bears, which honestly, I think Yogi tra- transferred better. I think Garfield made a better transition than what we've seen so far here, too. But yeah, you've got those lined up there. And then they look at some others, like, uh, I forget what the first one was, but the other was like a Rocky and Bullwinkle movie, and I mean, for all we know, it's like, they were spot on there, but for all I know, it's, uh, that's just owing to being Rocky and Bullwinkle in uh, this day and age. Uh, I love Rocky and Bullwinkle, I don't know how kids and families today are, uh, taking it though, so. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. Amazon show, I wonder how that's doing. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, huh. new, car- new cartoons. Yeah, new hmm. Rocky Bullwinkle. How about that? Well, uh, I guess if uh, people thought that Mega Man Fully Charged was uh, bad, and I'm, you know, we, we, we probably are guilty of jumping the gun early on, too, yeah? Yep. But <laughs> here, oof, like, okay, okay, I'm just not going to say too much until it comes out, but... Uh, <sighs> Mega Man Fully Charged by a mile. <laughs> Better. <laughs> far, far better so far, just on impressions. I don't even think my initial impression of Fully Charged was as recoil-inducing as what Sonic's doing. No. His shoes don't even look right. They're like the most iconic part. Too too real. Too, too real. Like, those are shoes I'd buy. <laughs> not, not even too real. Those are just too generic. They don't look 
But they're red. <laughs> Sonic shoes are red. <laughs> like, make make the shoes look... Do you remember Sonic Adventure 2 when they did soap shoes on Sonic? Yes. I went out looking for soap shoes when I was a kid. I couldn't find them. When you were a kid? What the hell, man? How old were you? <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, that was like a way to kind of go like towards more realistic while still being pretty distinctly Sonic, if I were to offer my opinion. But no, these like just... Ugh. Yeah, it's not pretty. No. <sighs> well, no. yeah. With that out of the way, and now that we're several minutes into this, uh, let's uh, let's let's talk about something a little cheerier. Let's talk about a bot and his dog. Episode twenty-five of Mega Man Fully Charged, which is so far looking much, much, much better than what Hollywood is doing with the blue blur. Leaps and bounds. The synopsis tells us that, tired of fielding low-stakes house calls, Mega Man gets what he wishes for when Hypno Woman hijacks the local power plant. And, yeah, um, I, I feel a little extra setup is necessary here, because when it talks about low-stakes house calls, uh, Mega Man's kind of pulling a Captain America and opening his own hotline thing so that people can reach out when they're in need, and Mega Man answers the call, and most of those calls are pretty mundane. Yep, uh, and it comes complete with this like you know little Batman transition too. The da -da 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 -da. yeah, <laughs> that, I one. love I love that. It's it's like a pixel art of Mega Man's head just into the screen and like different expressions as he's just yeah becoming and it, more, uh, more disillusioned. Right, it gets progressively worse until he's just like uh. <laughs> and it's hard to imagine that it gets worse as it goes because he starts by pulling a goldfish out of a toilet for that April O'Neil looking girl. After that, I think lifting the uh, tree off the car would be a step up, but... Mm. I, I don't know. Whatever floats his boat. <laughs> yeah, so to speak. I'm no hero. Who am I to judge? Uh, but yeah, like, it kind of... I, I made me, like, wonder what other stuff are we not seeing on screen. Like, is he helping an old lady open a pickle jar? You know, just how much is he willing to do? <laughs> the, the, this one uh, wasn't, like, you know, very... Uh heavy featured as far as uh, episodes go lately. I, I guess they're in a cooldown period after the uh, the bunch of episodes we got after the from the Woodman episode on. Mm -hmm. I, I, I guess they're trying to kind of, you know, get back to a semblance of normality so that the next time something big happens, uh, yeah. it, it'll have a little I, more impact. I, I don't want to use the word, like, filler. It's not really that, but... Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's just there, you know? Yeah. But I mean, it had its uh, it had its neat uh, points. Like we got a better look at that poster of the uh, guitarist who looks like Roll from uh, the classic series. Oh yeah, it looked fantastic. Yeah, that was that was nice. Um, and there was like some follow ups from the last episode too. Like you remember that line about sentient beings? No. Well, I mean, yeah. I mean the last. Episode. Oh, from the last episode. Oh, yes, yes, of course. Yeah, yeah. and then uh, yeah. there was like a, a comment about Mega Mini being like half sentient. Really? I didn't catch that. Yeah, oh. that was, that was kind of out of left field. It was like during the banter with a hypno woman. That's strange. Like, he's the most sentient of them all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, and there was also, in addition to that, there, there was kind of an interesting kind of counter message to the last episode. With the Cutman episode, they're talking about how Cutman is such so detail-oriented. He focuses, like, you know, on the one thing. He doesn't see the uh, forest for the trees, I believe was the expression. Mm -hmm. And here it's like the opposite that like Hypno Woman's not like, you know, 
or maybe I forget if it was Hypno Woman, uh, but basically they kind of come at a point where it's like, you know, okay, the, um, you know, she's like, you know, looking at the big picture and she's missing the, like, you know, more specifics. So, right. It's yeah. an interesting kind of uh, reversal there. Mm-hmm. And it just so happens these episodes are like back to back. Gotta, yeah, you know. exactly. That's interesting. Yeah. Very interesting. Possibly intentional. I, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, although we're kind of recording these like slightly uh, out of whack, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, this was the beginning of a new uh, two episodes, uh, 25 and 26, while the other one was the last one of a set of two episodes. So they weren't back-to-back. That would have been more interesting, I think, uh, oh. in a way. But I don't think they are set up like that. So, hmm. you know, they'd be kind of a week apart. The irony would, might be lost on some people by then. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, you know what we got to see? Uh, how uh, Mega Man kind of stores uh, different uh, uh, robot master weapons. They're like on little chips. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. Every, everybody's been like you know saying they want Mega Man on Switch, and now he is. <laughs> Literally. I wonder I if mean, they taste bad if you lick them. <laughs> Seriously, that was like the reaction my wife and I had is like we see these chips and it looks like a Switch cartridge, and then he right. blows on it before he uh, he doesn't insert it, but he scans it. So yeah. <laughs> that was a little weird, but it was a cute touch, uh, just the same. They know what they're doing. You got anything else on this episode? Mm, not really. It just was, like I said, it was kind of like there. Yeah. Yeah, they're following through at least on the whole, uh, you know, Mega Man can only store three weapons at a time thing. Why he doesn't yeah. have a compartment to put more chips in or something, I don't know. Because Rush brings it, he has a compartment. Yeah. It's just, like, they're so small and it just seems like such a... All intents and purposes, it just seems like he could keep more on them, you know? Even if they're not pre-installed. That that was a nice detail. Yeah. Makes me wonder, like, will that be part of, like, merchandise? Like, a replica Mega Buster and you insert the chips for, like, different, you know, weapon sound effects? I don't know. Just looking at this from a merchandising angle. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Maybe if Jax Pacific decides to start showing off their Mega Man fully charged line, we'll find out. Yeah. I mean, my god, that thing's supposed to be coming out, like, what, March or something? March or April, yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. maybe they'll show it, like, you know, in, I think February is the uh, New York uh, Toy Fair or something, but... Oh, yeah, it's gotta be that. They're, yeah. they're getting ready on their website. They got the banner up. Yeah, that, that's good news. One other detail about the show here is, um... Yeah, there, there's a new credit uh, during the uh, at the end of the episodes now. Oh, yes, there is. Do uh, tell. You, you noticed it, too? I do. Yeah, there is a uh, credit for the graphics of Mega Man Machinery. Basically, the diagnostic that you see when you're inside uh, Mega Mini's head and he's, like, you know, looking at the whole of Mega Man. And that would be by none other than Greg, hope I'm pronouncing this right, Sipilak, who might be better known to some members of the fandom as M. Cypher. Yeah, he's in. He's canon. Yup, yup. Uh, I don't know all the specifics or, like, about what happened that, uh... You know, he's uh, in there, but yep. apparently, uh, for whatever reason, they liked the work he was doing, and they came to some sort of agreement that they could use it. And now he is, uh, I mean, he's he's uh, written player's guides, like official player's guides for, was it Brady? Was it Prima? Uh, I forget who it was, but he's yeah. like, done some stuff before, like in a, like, you know, official capacity, but uh, this would be a new one, so. Yeah, put it on the resume. Another notch on the belt. And with that said, I believe it is time for us to go to the news. So 
So, uh, since we're going off your site this time, why don't you tell us what's new in the world of Mega Man? Well, let's see. We got these super fancy, uh, irregular hunter, maverick hunter to English-speaking folk, jackets. And they, they look, they look stellar. There's a Mega Man X one, the 17th Elite unit, and it has, like, the, uh, irregular hunter logo on the, in the front, and, uh, like, a big one on the back, and it says, a law enforcement organization founded by Dr. Kane. And, of course, there is a 0-1-2. It's got Zero's little, uh, symbol on his, his shoulder armor. It's a Zeroth, Z- <laughs> it's always funny to say, Zeroth Special Unit. <laughs> and it says on the back, uh, a law enforcement organization founded by Dr. Kane. So, same thing. But, yeah, these are jackets, windbreakers, that are up for pre-order now on PlayAsia uh, up until December 22nd and they come out in March and they are not uh, inexpensive (laughs) Um, (laughs) if you got some cash to blow and you're really cold um, give these guys $110 in the years a little late for the kind of weather that they might be best suited for but yeah yeah Hey, I didn't catch that part originally that they're coming in March I had to edit my post I thought it was like you know for Christmas time but uh yeah, by March, at least here in North America, we're kind of getting into that spring weather. Yep. Yep. Now, honestly, I would be pretty into this. Oh, one one detail like uh, that you left out is uh, I like this on the Irregular Hunter uh, jacket versus the Zero one. And it's like, you know, kind of mentions like, you know, that the uh, arms are equipped with like this goes up and down the sleeve and it like, you know, oh, mentions yeah, the yeah. Mega Buster Mark 17 or what yeah, was it? 17? Something like that. Yeah, and like, you know, the different uh, equipment that normally goes with the X-Buster. For the money, I would more likely be in if it said Maverick Hunter. Yeah, yeah, I feel ya. I don't know if they, like, ever localize jackets, but, uh, yeah. Yeah, it's like, come on, Capcom store, this this is what I want. (laughs) Yeah, this is the stuff people would buy. I'm actually digging the one with the uh, Maverick Hunter logo. Uh, Zero branding his, like, you know, with the big Z is kind of... Oh, that's just so Zero, isn't it? (laughs) Yes, it is. Ah. (laughs) (laughs) I like Zero. Whatever. Oh, yeah, Zero's cool. Yeah, yeah. Zero's the man, but... Well, X is the man, but Zero's the Zero. (laughs) Exactly. I I don't know. I I don't know what I'm saying anymore. (laughs) Boob lights, boob chest lights. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe that's a good point to start wrapping up. But <laughs> yeah, so as always, you can uh, find the Fully Charged Podcast on SoundCloud directly, uh, or you can check us out on iTunes or Google Play. The hosting fee is ours, but the choice is yours. And if you would like to find me outside of the Fully Charged Podcast, you can find me on Twitter at the MM Network. And the MM Network is also where you'll find me on Tumblr for as long as that's a viable platform. Counting the minutes there. Uh, You can also find the Mega Man Network on Facebook. Or just visit the MMNetwork.com. And you can find me, ProtoDude, on Twitter, at ProtoDude. And you can check out my blog, Rockman Corner, at www.rockman-corner.com. And for ProtoDude, this is LBD Night Train, telling you everlasting peace out. Peace out.